Here we go. We're here. We're doing it. Oh, what a, I, you, this is the second bad intro of the day today, <laughs> Thomas. What? Literally five minutes ago, I walked into the live studio, and he yes. was—he just turns on the microphone, and he was like, Hi. <laughs> and you're like, all right, we're, we're doing this. What no, do you want me to do? No shit, we're doing this. What do you think we're doing? People are watching this. They're going to be like, oh, he's... But I, how else do I start it? Just go hello and welcome every time? That's what you do. That's, your, that's the trademark Thomas Butcher okay, Open. we'll do it right now. You ready? Here, when it when it hits, no, it's, it's too late. No, no in another, no, 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 no Thomas, it's once, too late. once it hits twenty nine, we're 20, past it. This will the be the intro, first minute we're that doesn't tw- matter. Forty seconds in, you ruined it. But okay, we got twenty. Thomas, mi- what happened got, in your week? Hold on, we got seventeen seconds to kill. We're gonna try this again. We're not gonna do it again. Yes, we are. I mean, we're keeping this, but we're gonna do the intro again. The, I'm gonna it's talk the first over minute you. that doesn't exist. I'll just talk over you. Here we go. Ten seconds. Are you ready? We're not doing it. Yes, we are. Fine, but I'm not. I already decided this. Doesn't matter. Five seconds. I don't care. This this bullshit. Two, one. Hi, Hello and welcome. This is the Thomas Butcher Podcast. podcast. I'm here with Kenny Okay, I hate my life. I'm ready to start now. I hate my life. How's your, how's your week been? It's been all right. <laughs> been working a lot of overnights. My sleep schedule has never been in more disarray than it is right now. Yeah, I have never once in my life done as many overnights and as many like shifts at weird hours the next day or two days later. Last night I got three hours of sleep on and off, so probably more like an hour and a half of sleep. So you're like me. But I feel fine. I walked oh. outside. I had a spring in my step. It was 70 degrees It out. is nice out, yes. Beautiful. But by the time this actually reaches the masses, it very well could be back in the 30s and 40s. Mm. Because Michigan, yeah, right? Michigan. Am I right? Actually, I'm releasing this today, so probably not. Oh, hey. <laughs> Give people a sunshiny surprise. Yeah. Thomas, I need you to settle a debate for okay. me. Okay, what's the debate? Oh, it's between me and somebody else, obviously. I didn't debate myself. <laughs> so How am I going to settle this if the other person isn't here? Because you're going to hear my side and agree with me. That's how you're going to... That's, that's really what I was building this into. <laughs> that's the whole thing. So what what has happened here is we've reached a, a kind of a, a debate on on linguistics. Linguistics? And meanings of words. Oh. Um, so I have this shirt, which is what I wear when the Columbus Blue Jackets play hockey. And I have this hat, which is what I also wear when the Columbus Blue that's Jackets play That's your lucky hockey. hat. Right. Now you've struck something, right? <laughs> this is my lucky hat. It's it's actually no longer lucky because I wore it and they lost two oh. days ago. So it's not the lu- it's not one hundred percent lucky. It's moderately lucky. It's moderately lucky, <laughs> right? But this is I wear this shirt as a ritual, right? I wear it ritualistically when the jackets play. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. Now, until recently, this hat I considered to be lucky. Mm-hmm. Now, the person that I was debating this said, "Isn't ritual ritual and luck is the same thing?" I said, no, it's not, because whether the Jackets win or lose, I'm wearing this shirt ritualistically, mm-hmm. but until recently, I believed that wearing this hat actually changed the outcome of the game. So I guess the debate was, luck means that you think something's going to affect the game. A ritual, like, I would wear this just because they're playing. I don't actually believe this has any magical powers over the game, mm-hmm. but I believe the hat did. Okay. And then they proceeded to say, well, if you didn't wear the shirt, you would believe that they would lose. And I said, no. I would wear the shirt anyway, one way or the other. And then they tried to turn that around on me. Do you think that ritual and luck is the same thing? No. That's what I'm saying. Of okay. course not. But they're a very out there person. They, they think uh, it's, all, it's all out there, man. <clears throat> so, like, I don't know. I, I took a big, as a sports fan, because sports fans are a lot of times, at least with hockey fans and baseball, they're very ritual. And they're very superstitious. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, hockey and baseball. Those are the two big things. Like, I once, like... We we were in a tournament and like 
Saginaw when I played hockey when I was a little kid. I didn't know you played hockey as a Oh, kid. yeah. I played hockey all throughout my upbringing. Really? Until, like, high school when it got really expensive. Is that why you're so violent? Yes. <laughs> violent tendencies due to hockey. Um, no, we played hockey, and this one kid, we were winning. We were blowing teams out, and he said, this is because I have not changed my underwear oh, this no. entire tournament. Oh, my God. Didn't wash them, didn't change them. Very unsanitary, obviously. Oh. But his dad, because we were, like, 10 or 11 years old at the time, maybe 12. No, probably 13, actually. We were just, like, that young teenage age. And his dad caught wind of it. And <laughs> his dad was like, son, son, you need to change. <laughs> this isn't healthy behavior. And he changed. And sure enough, the next game, oh. we got torched. Oh, we no. got lit up. We lost, like, 8-2. to two. It was bad. <laughs> but everybody hated his dad from then on. Not like actually hated, but they would just give him like crap after yeah. that for like the rest of the week because like during practices and games when we came back home, he would just get roasted every time. Oh, you changed your underwear? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, guess we're taking an L today. <laughs> yeah, it, it got bad. But like, do you have any, maybe, I think we talked about this briefly. We, we just talked about this kind of on the last podcast. Yeah. We talked about your lucky hat. I'm just glad that there, I'm not crazy in thinking that there is a difference because I guess you're, you're not like a huge sports guy. Not huge, no. So like you being an outsider in the sports world, providing outside, not in sports fan insight helps me because okay. this builds my case against this <laughs> silly opinion having individual. You're going to take her to the people's court? I should. <laughs> I should play that music in the background while we can't. Sue him for $1. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, for, what, what do you call it? Like, uh, for stress or something? Yeah. What do you call that? We'll, we'll get sued if we play the people's court music in the background because that's probably copyrighted material. In this so. podcast, yes. Yes. But we can say people's court, right? We can say people's court. Okay, cool. You can say anything. I, well, that's not what I heard before because we were <laughs> trying to make some Disney reference way back, and I forget what it was. Who was you? Somebody was said they were going to make a Disney reference on your podcast. I forget, or uh, maybe it wasn't Disney, but it was some company that is known for suing people for copyright a lot. Oh yeah, and I forget. What I the think reference. I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah. yeah. Was I, Rich I Luzinski involved? I don't remember. I honestly, <laughs> it was so long ago. We're podcast deep, Thomas. You remember? We are. That? How'd that happen? I don't know. Where? What? What happened? <laughs> why? why what happened what happened is that we we went to get chinese food one night and i was like you know i've always wanted to do a podcast that changed the and course then you were of like, our friendship yeah entirely. and you're all i did was mention i i you know i've always wanted to do a podcast and you're like okay let's do it and then we just because of you well the, this I mean, podcast happened the reason i push those types of things down the road is because like I want to do as much behind a microphone as possible. Yeah. I want to extend the Kenny behind a microphone brand as much as I can, whether it's silly things like this or my own podcast or my own college radio show or what I do professionally. Like, I just want to expand that as much as possible as you do, because you're mm -hmm. trying to get into every single facet of media under the sun, which was probably <laughs> a good thing that you came to, uh, that you ended up on staff and came to the uh, BEA conference with us. Yes, yes. Because you can, you know, experience all those types of things so we admit it we're using this podcast and just using each other yes for our own benefits yes it's a mutually beneficial <laughs> relationship we're friends with benefits is what we're oh saying. my gosh <laughs> i mean i thomas i know that that's what you were angling at no that's not what uh, you, you took it there i was not talking about you were that put, you I, a couple of more paragraphs of dialogue we would have ended there on your end anyway Oh. It's a silly joke that had to be made. Now we can yeah, move on. Thomas, you said there's stuff that happened in your week that I was not aware of. There's stuff that's happened in my month that you're not aware yeah, of. Yeah, let's hear it. I finished volunteering at the Nature Center. And one of the last things I had to do there was help clean the owl cage. 
and I was not aware. I like every time I come on. This is the second time this has happened before, where you come on and you talk about like Thomas outside of Thomas's element is very distressed because <laughs> you had to do some other similarly disgusting task, and you were not happy. What, clean about the gutters? Was that? Yeah, what it I think was? that may it's something along those lines. And you said to me, Kenny. I do not have gutter cleaning hands or something like that. The same that you don't have owl cage cleaning hands or whatever it is. It's not surprising to me at all. So there's like different types of owls, apparently. And that is correct. We start with the easy one. It's the very small owls, like the size of my fist. And these are owls that have been like. Were you trying to punch the owl? (laughs) Yeah, that's how I knew. I was like, like, you want some of this? I could probably take you out with just one of these. If you come at me, this is what (laughs) you can expect. (laughs) So so violently, aggressively. Oh, boy. Um, God, what was I saying? How does. uh, We started basic with owls that were the size of Yes, I was in the small owl cage, and. You were inside of it. I was inside of the cage. I just imagine you standing in a giant owl. Cage. It was a short cage too, so I was like had my head bent like this. I couldn't stand up full right in this. They're trying owl to cage. make it so that you can turn your head all the way around. Like <laughs> you can't run away as quickly, especially since there's branches hanging around, so that the owls can have a play. <laughs> yeah, it this was is a very not Thomas in his natural very habitat, tight is what space to start with, and. Um, these are owls that have been like rescued and most like rescued from the wild and are not capable of uh, surviving in the wild on their own at this point. So one of the owls has like this very demented look, like one of its eyes are screwed up and it's like neck is tilted back. You punched him in so, the face. No, I didn't punch it. <laughs> Someone else might have. But the owl here, this, owl. this is what the owl looked like. It turns and, you know, they, they spin their heads like this. So I, I look at the owl and this is what the owl does to me. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, I've never been this close to an I owl want before. I that to be the, the screenshot of the podcast is the face <laughs> made, imitating the owl. A demented owl. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that was one cage, though. There were three different types. When Thomas Punched an Owl is the title of this podcast. <laughs> I didn't punch the owl. Oh, debatable. Debatable? You weren't there. You what else know. happened? Well, that owl, the second owl cage was okay. They were nice. But the third owl cage, it was the great horned owl. And they tell me before I go in there, okay, this owl, she has uh, caused nerve damage to someone before. And I say, this specific owl. <laughs> I thought maybe it was just a species. Nope. That owl has effed someone up before. Right. So keep your eye on it the entire time you're in there. I should have mentioned, I was with a girl cleaning this cage. So I was holding the bag of, you know, feces. As she would sweep it up and put it in the Thomas bag. Thomas is not looking tough in front of this girl. I'm not. Especially with, you know, the situation and the owl and everything. So, I'm holding this bag, looking right at this owl. And who knew that owls hissed, Kenny? I was not expecting the owl to hiss at me. You were expecting it to ask you how many licks were in the center of a Tootsie Pop. <laughs> That's what was going to happen. I thought owls went hoo-hoo and hoot. Not... <laughs> like... In this little cage with this owl, and like it's big. The owl's like this, Kenny. Not the size of your fist. Not the size of my fist. And it can cause nerve damage if possible. So that's, uh, I luckily escaped. I mean, people are, those owls have to be on their their edge because, uh, you know, people are starting to take swings at them like you. They got to be ready to (laughs) cause. Why are you trying? You always do this. I tell you an innocent story of me in a situation that, like, fish out of water. You're heavily implying that. 
that your fist was getting I'm close saying to the owl. If I had to defend myself from an owl, I would do what was necessary. But I don't, I don't know, man. They cause nerve damage. Maybe you wouldn't be able to open and close your hand. You act like I was looking forward to punching an owl. You said it like you were looking forward I to punching an owl. I was not looking forward to punching an owl. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? I'm just saying it sounded It's sensitive. your turn to say something. Okay. <laughs> Have I berated you enough? Is that why? Podcast is half over. Thomas is checked out. The Thomas Butcher podcast has basically turned into the Kenny does the Thomas Butcher podcast because 15 minutes in, Thomas is signed off. I'm interested in seeing how much percentage of these episodes that you're in, how much of them you're talking in. I feel like I talk a lot. I feel bad about it. You can, uh, you can okay. tell me to shut up. No, guests are supposed to talk more on people's shows. Did you learn that in a panel? No, I just have respect. For what? For people. <laughs> not so, owls but it sounded people. like there was like a, a PR rep in your ear saying you have tell him that you have respect he has respect for people we have to get it out there ladies and gentlemen Thomas Butcher <laughs> likes people under the age of 65 come on I could go up to 75 <laughs> that 60 to 70 area is a gray area get it because they're old I do this all day Thomas what do you want from me hey if we leave each other alone that's okay <laughs> not the mutually beneficial. Yeah. You don't need to not be, what we have. No, we have. No, We're not the things that we have. Yeah, the, you don't want friends with benefits. I don't want people. grandparents with benefits. Oh, uh, grannies with benefits. Granny. Oh boy. Why oh. are we doing this? Let's move this subject. Change it. <laughs> move along. You like gummies? Gums? Gummies? Like gummy bears? No. Gummy worms? Like the gums of. Oh, I thought we were moving on. <laughs> okay, sorry, you sorry. tricked me. Gotcha. I got him again. <laughs> Should I mention something else from my life? I don't know. It's, it's the Thomas Butcher <laughs> podcast. I think you could take a chance. I was going to give you an opportunity to go like, back and forth. I would love the opportunity for a good old-fashioned back and forth with my friend Thomas Butcher. Okay, your turn. What? I thought you were going to bring I up I just something. went with the owls. It's your turn. No, you said you were going to bring up something. Fine, I'll bring something up. Okay. I filmed okay. at a church recently for a wedding I filmed at. So when I'm in delicate situations, I often think, okay, what's the worst thing I could do right now? <laughs> oh, it's, that's the call to the void. I've heard of this phenomenon. It's, yeah. it's like when you're, even if you're not in a horrible situation, but like, like you're sitting in like a classroom thinking like, what would happen if I just got up, took my pants off and jumped out the window? That's exactly what I was thinking of while I was filming this wedding. Right. But that's the call to the void. Like there's a part of you that's like, you should take your pants off and jump out the window right now. <laughs> but the, the 99% of you that's a sane individual is like, no, no, no. Don't, yeah. listen, don't listen to that. No, that's, that's foolish. Don't do yeah. that. That's the, that's, what that's called is it's actual scientific phenomenon. It's called the call to the void. The call to the void, really? This, this void of action that you feel like you should be fulfilling. That'd be a great idea for a movie. Call to the void? Call to the void. That's going to be your next film. It's going to be about somebody who actually... It's going to be kind of like Yes Man. Like, like... Yeah, with in Jim Carrey, yeah. In a very loose type of way, but it's going to be about a man Same who principle. only, or a woman, who a person who only tries to seek the call to the void. The yeah, first thing like do the opposite. Their, yeah, this seems like a very indie, like... Yeah, like, I, I like know, it. Like, do you want to be a producer on it? Yeah, I'll be a, I'll be a producer. Because <laughs> do you know I, what a producer does? I, yeah. I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know that didn't sound convincing, <laughs> but I produce radio, so, you know. Okay. But, you know, I could give you ideas for, like, if I ever have a call to the void, which I do frequently, oh, very frequently. Yeah. It happens in pretty much every situation where I allow myself to think for more than 10 seconds. <laughs> it, it usually happens when I'm bored sitting in a chair. It happens a lot when I work. I think, like, 
what if I just sent this guy to break mid-segment? <laughs> what if I just hit the break button and then commercials started playing over his voice? He would be very angry. I don't do yeah. it, but it happens a lot. I've had many thoughts like that. Like, my mom was eating soup once, and there was Windex for some reason on the table, and I just thought, what would happen if I just took the Windex <laughs> and sprayed it in the soup? <laughs> that, that was pretty much all of high school for me. was like, we'd have these bus rides back and forth from, one, uh, from our high school to a different school that we went to after lunch. And we just think like, what would happen if we just jumped out the window right now? Yeah, like yeah. just dumb stuff like that. <laughs> and I actually had, ri- I, I'm pissed off at myself because I lost the uh, iPod Touch that I had at the time. Oh, but I wrote, I had all of them written down that my friends and I came up with of like, what if this happened? <laughs> that could have been, we could have based a whole movie on that. <laughs> that would have been a very, uh, what's the word, uh, in, in like an artsy, groundbreaking type of movie. Um. Avant-garde? Yeah. Okay. That's the word. That's actually the word. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I knew that word. <laughs> Couldn't remember it, though. Yeah, no. That, that would be a little... Uh, that would be avant-garde AF. Right. Yeah, no. I think you should Very make a movie Very experimental. About that. So yeah, you're filming in a church? <laughs> I, that's pretty much all I had to say. Oh, you were filming in a church? I was filming in a church. And I just thought, did it make like, you feel kind of funny filming in a church? Well, I filmed in a couple churches before, because I've done a few wedding videos. But, you know, Catholic ceremonies are always the longest. Yeah. They're like at least minimum an hour. So there's a lot of time to think. <laughs> I've looked back on my life, and I've been in a couple churches just by happenstance of people that wanted me to come to their church. Yeah. And I'm not a religious person, especially in the like, like I like, like I said to you before, mm-hmm. I don't associate or affiliate with any religion. You have your beliefs, but you're not part of organized. Right. Religion. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I don't consider myself to be the cleanest morally the person that's the morally the cleanest mm-hmm. i've said and done some things i should that i would love to take back you've in got a some dirty laundry i have some dirty laundry some skeletons but like who doesn't you know everybody mm. everybody has some regrets but the way i speak and the way that i am i try to be as you know friendly and you know forthcoming as possible but i walk into a church and i feel like i don't belong here <laughs> like not even in a religious sense in a, in a sense of like Morally, I've, these people are better than me, probably. <laughs> they, they're, they're not as shitty as I am of a person. I've had some horrible thoughts. I say and do horrible things. Like, and they're not even, I don't even do that bad of things. But like, I just sit around and I'm looking at all these people that you know, are putting off this very morally you know, just, this, this very holier-than-thou vibe. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking I am. The last thing I am is holier than anyone up in here this mm-hmm. is not my, this is not where i feel comfortable my comfort zone is not inside of a church <laughs> and that's not a dig at religion that's just yeah. that's just me and how i feel in, in a comfort zone level i feel like if i had to film in a church that would be for me miserable like absolutely the worst like venue to film. they have lots of rules in the church uh, yeah that's that's the point of church i filmed in a church once where they photographers could be on the main floor but videographers were only allowed in the balcony thou shalt not film yeah that's <clears throat> the, did you not hear that commandment it's the 11th, the Lost Commandment. The Lost Commandment. <laughs> thou shall not video. Specifically aimed at me. <laughs> we got to get this Thomas Butcher guy somehow. We've got to jab him. Uh, thou shalt not film. We got him. You know, I've always had thoughts like that. How come God's always playing games with us? Like, <laughs> let me mean? explain myself. The story goes that God gave us 10 commandments. When he did that, how come he couldn't, if he, he she, whatever, God... How come they couldn't also mention that the Earth was round? You know, <laughs> like why couldn't you, you mention all these that? flat Earthers? You couldn't have just mentioned that. You could have eliminated the whole flat Earther thing. Yes, entirely. Who is that guy who's who's a flat Earth person right now? Everybody. No, Dude. there's someone. There's some rapper who's a flat Earther. Dude, I don't pay attention. Is to that Chris this. Brown? That's probably not Chris. Brown. No, I don't think it's Chris. Brown. It might be Chris Brown. No. 
Oh, there was someone who was a there's some rapper who's a flat earther right now. Oh, I believe it. I believe there's there's politicians that are flat flat earthers. There are there really politicians? Yes, there are. People get elected believing the Earth is flat. I said politicians, not elected officials. Oh. But I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that there is. Our country is so dumb that there is one politician somewhere in this country that is a, that is elected into a position of even a little bit of power. Like maybe the mayor of a city in like. <laughs> Okay, in yeah, Alabama. there's probably a few crackpot mayors out right. there. Right, that's what I'm saying, though, is there's yeah. a couple of, of guys that think... Think of how many mayors are there in this country. How many cities are there? There's a mayor for each one. There's enough to be some real dumb stuff happening. That's an idea for a film, too. Just, What's that? No, no, a series. This could be a series on the Travel Channel. We're going to go and visit the crazy mayors of the country. Yeah. You didn't oh, that's to, a good idea. You didn't have to look far a while ago and visit Detroit. Yeah. Guys stealing all our money. That's I, not crazy. That's stupid. Uh, yeah, but it's it's crazy to think that you know he stole that. It's much crazy money. to think that that was a possibility. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was funny because I've made some. Did I have I ever brought up on the podcast? It's we've done so many that I legitimately can't. I know, and my memory's not great to begin with. Like I forget small details. Imagine like when we get to one hundred, Kenny. Oh, we're gonna have retold the same story eight times. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Is this a rerun? <laughs> have I told you about the stupid bets that I've made and the morally? This is the. These bets are the reason that I don't feel like I belong in a church. <laughs> what are the bets? We bet. Did I tell you about the Mike Illich bet? The owner of the Red Wings. And I don't Tigers think so. That doesn't sound familiar. Various facets of Detroit. Um, he's he's the owner of the Tigers and the Red Wings and yes, and and Little Caesars. Yes, and uh, he was. I saw him live at a Tigers game years ago when we swept the Yankees in a series in the playoffs, and he was behind like this podium. And he was propped up. He wasn't looking good. He's a, he was a very old, frail man at this point. Yes. And I came back, and I was talking to a couple coworkers. This is when I think I still worked at the, at a, the grocery store. I was talking to one of my coworkers, and he said, Mike Illich does not have long left. And I said, probably not. He didn't look great. And he said, I bet he's dead by fall. Oh, my gosh. And I said, you know what? <laughs> I'm a humanitarian, if, if nothing else. I will bet on life. <laughs> and the stakes were so je ne sais quoi. The stakes were so perfect. They were apropos. The stakes were one hot and ready pizza. Five bucks. <laughs> if he was alive by fall, if nothing else, I'm a humanitarian. Oh, my god. So maybe gosh. I do belong in the church. Why are you You're still betting on a man's life? It's not the first time. There was, uh, there was Johnny Football. Johnny Manziel um, came out of college. Real hot shot. Real, uh, real cocky guy. He was doing a lot of drugs when uh. he when he got when he broke into the pros, and he I think he went to rehab. And one of my friends, I won't bring up his name. One of my friends though said, "That guy's gonna be dead by the end of the next Super Bowl." <laughs> and I said, being the humanitarian that I am, I said I, because the last bet that I had was on a pizza on a man's life, so I wanted to keep the trend going. Mm-hmm. I said a barbecue chicken pizza goes to the winner if he's. Now, if he dies in the middle of the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. that's a loss for me. He has to make it to the end of the Super Bowl, and then he could die right after the final whistle. doesn't matter because I win the pizza. Mm-hmm. It was the second time that I've been on a man's life. Okay. But humanitarian. You're a humanitarian? If nothing else. Okay, you want to prove it? What's the, how's, how do I do that? Let's do a bet right now. On what? Okay, you ready for this? Uh-oh. This, is, this is the second bet that we've made on the Thomas Butcher podcast. Mark this day down in history. This isn't something people could vote for. This is something you have to wait and see. And this is going to be a long run-in. Are you this ready? This is a long-term bet? Long-term, long-term bet. Long-term bet. This is about someone's life. 
So you're taking the down on somebody's life. I'm huh? going to take the down just to give you the opportunity to take the up and prove it. Because, but yeah. Well, if I think they're going to be. I know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to do here. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. By the end of the year. This year? This year. So by the end of 20. When the ball 18? drops in 2019. Right. Will George H.W. make it? Because his wife just died. That's a great bet. His wife just died. What are the stakes? Pizza. It has to be. Pizza. We'll go with pizza. What kind of pizza do you like? A pizza with an American flag. <laughs> we got to find... I wonder... This is where uh, where uh, feedback comes in handy. Yeah. If anybody can knows of a place that does anything American with a pizza... Ooh. You know, it, it could be a, a flag in it, or it could be like stars and stripes with cheese and pepperoni or whatever. True. We could... If anybody has any insight or any knowledge of a place that does anything even remotely American with a pizza, anything America-based or, mm-hmm. you know, apostrophe America, American <laughs> with their pizza, if anybody knows, please let us know. What if you just add, like, blue cheese? Then I won't eat it because it's disgusting. <laughs> you eat blue cheese... I, I've never had blue I don't blue trust cheese. people that like blue cheese. It's not actually blue, is it? It looks mold. It's like mold. Isn't that the you, point? It's, it's sprinkling mold. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's it's disgusting. I think we just add an American flag, unless we can find someone. Uh, you know what? I'm fine with that. We can add an American flag to yeah. it, or we eat it on Flag Day or something. <laughs> I don't know. So you, you know what? I'm a humanitarian. You think he's gonna make it to 2019? We're already four months into the year, so I have four. But but she just died. She so, just died, that, and it does happen that it way. It happens where, a lot. Where it happens with my uh, one and yeah, it happened with my great grandparents. They were like right, two days within right, each other. Exactly. That that makes sense. Um. But we're four months in, so I think that does something in my favor. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that bet. Okay, we're taking the bet. One betting on a president. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there, this, you're not kidding though. There, but and also right now, there's been a ton of yeah. celebrity deaths. Uh, Von Troyer just died. Yes, uh, like two That's days right. ago. That's right, Mini Me, Mini Me, yeah, and uh, a couple other people. Uh, Avicii. The, Vici, yes, the uh, EDM guy. Mm-hmm. He died. Sad. He was like happened. 28. Too. Yeah, he was, he was very young. young. Uh, Vern Troyer, I know, had a bunch of health problems. Yeah, too. I think. Th- I wonder if that had to do with with uh, with the, the size, the dwarfism. Or dwarfism, or anything. Or I don't know. I I think he. I think I also read. Maybe I'm confusing him with Avicii because I know Avicii had a lot of drinking problems too, um, like serious drinking problems. But uh, I think maybe Vern Troyer did too. I don't want to speak out of out of line if that's not true. But I thought I read it's he within did. the realm of possibility. It is within the realm of possibility, especially considering, mm. you know, celebrities, when you hear about the, their deaths, half of them, yeah. do, I feel like, had big drinking problems. Mm-hmm. I do want to make a disclaimer real quick that we don't want President Bush no, to die. No, God, no. <laughs> that being said, you just bet on him to die. So no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, oh, oh, no. I guess I'm in. Okay. I don't want him to die. <laughs> I don't miss on the other hand. Okay, it's just a pizza though. It's I I won't be sad right, if I lose. Right. <laughs> I'm just wanted to test Kenny's humanitarianism because a year I don't know. We'll see. I am three for three with humanitarian bets, <laughs> and if another reasonable one comes around, I will be four for four. Because, like I say, if nothing else, I'm a humanitarian first, <laughs> and everything else second. Is that what the podcast title is? Humanitarian. Kenny is a humanitarian. Kenny's Kenny the humanitarian. Yes. I like how we in pod we've done this every time. I mean, yeah. We've always brought it up, but I do like how we in podcast name the podcast. <laughs> we don't wait and think afterwards, like what should we call this thing? <laughs> no, no, no. In the middle of the podcast, we have to we have to figure out exactly what Kenny what the, the train wreck is going to be called. <laughs> Dude, this is a high energy podcast. This I is high energy. I think that this weather is doing it to me. Yeah. Because I walked outside and immediately I was like. All right, 
Let's go. I'm excited because you know we we started this in the winter in December. Yeah, I so think we're that's gonna it. have a. I think it's going to be a slow build yeah. to some kind of a weird apex where we're just running around in circles all day, <laughs> and then it'll just. If be this really trend sad. continues, yeah, yeah we're going to crash. It's going to be like fall and seasonal depression will hit again, yeah. and then I'll just be. Oh no, we're doing it. It's episode fifty. I don't want to be here. I wanted to ask you real quick. Apparently, your voice was on the a big radio r- recently. Has that happened before? Yeah. And you haven't told me? No, that's that's my other job is I produce for... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize your voice was on the air. Yeah. Yeah. As that's always happened? It happens from time to time, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Congratulations. Thank you, man. You're making your dreams come true. That's right. And that's kind of what I was bringing up to is like uh, getting my voice behind any kind of microphone that, you know, has the ability to turn on and record audio. So, yeah, no, I'm definitely excited. Thank you. I appreciate your, your kind well wishings, good sir. Do they treat you as a kid over there? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, funny. absolutely. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's great. I, I enjoy myself thoroughly. And I enjoy doing this podcast with you, Thomas. Thank you. That's very nice. I enjoy this, too. I wonder how long until one of us becomes too big for the other. Stop. <laughs> it's going to be you. It's going to be me? Yeah, you're going to nah, make a billion dollars on a film or something. I feel like you could go up faster. No. Like, your, your slope will go up faster, and it'll take me longer to... No, no, no. See, I'm building my way very up, very quickly up to a plateau, and then I have <laughs> to leave and go to a minor market where I can get a full-time Well, job. that's what I'm saying. Like, you'll be bigger than I am at some point, but then it'll take me longer to become bigger. Well, yeah, and I'll stop there, and then you'll just start building yeah. your way up very we'll, slowly. We'll draw the... <laughs> what is this? I'm going backwards in time? I'm going up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's part of your film. You go back in time yeah. as a filmmaker. That's right. Some avant-garde shit. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, some avant-garde shit. That's the subtitle of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny is what? Kenny, Kenny the humanitarian. Some, some avant-garde, avant-garde shit. shit. <laughs> that's perfect. I feel uh, like my whole life I come up with some avant-garde yeah. shit. Yeah. Called the void. That's yeah. a perfect example. Listen. And I do want to mention some things in my personal life. Well, not personal, more professional. Uh-oh. I guess you could call this more professional because it regards to my filmmaking. My film Unlawful is playing at a couple film festivals oh, in the future. Um, it is playing in the month of May in Toledo, Ohio at the Glass City Film Festival. And it is also playing, I know the specific date for this one, I remember, June 15th at the new Walkerville Film Festival in Windsor, Ontario. So those are a couple places it is playing. I very much appreciate people uh, supporting the film still. It's been about four festivals now. Yeah, Unlawful's great. Um, if you'd like, you could watch it. You could. If, if you so chose to. Yes, if you wanted to go to <laughs> Toledo, Ohio, or Windsor, Ontario, those are the two places it will be at soon. Yeah, good luck, man. I, I like that, uh, that, you're, uh, that you're at festivals and stuff. That's awesome. I know, me too. It's nice. Yeah, get your stuff out. You're doing the same thing I'm doing in a film sense. You get yeah. your stuff out there. That's great. Look at us. Look at us. Boom. Moving on up. All right. Uh, Thomas Butcher Podcast. We're on the internet. If you look us up, you're going to find us. We're everywhere. Damn right you are. Can people Google find you if they Google your name? No. No? No. Because I'm all over the internet. Well, yeah, that's because you have like media, like like online stuff. Like you have visual and like they could probably find me in like the two fat guys. I, I tag your stuff a lot though. Okay, so then they'll find stuff. me through you. We should test that soon. Yeah, we should. All right. Is this the end of the podcast? Yes.